Hi, I am Martin, and this is Words That Change You. Words fly all around us. Kind words, silly words, angry words. And they do so all day long. But how often does something written or spoken really feed our souls? Wouldn't it be nice if beyond the noise we could listen to words that make a difference? Words that change us. In Words That Change You, we'll examine words, events, concepts that have impacted us lately and see whether we could not glean some nuggets of wisdom to feed on and some tools that apply that for our lives. Tune in and be surprised. All Saints. I'm currently staying in Austria, so last Monday was a national holiday called All Saints. Even though this country has long shed its Catholic ethos, even socialist trade unions want to make sure Christian holidays like this one are kept work-free. I venture that if you stop people on the street to ask them about the meaning of this feast, they would most likely draw a blank. The word holy or saint, a derivation from the Latin word for holy, has fallen out of use, except in expletives such as holy cow or the like. And yet, the concept is profoundly human. Over the centuries, people have grown to admire particular individuals for their remarkable, virtuous life. Such varied people as monks, kings and housewives have proven to their contemporaries that it is possible to go through life in a way that makes others stop and notice. To put it another way, the Feast of All Saints is at its roots a day to honor people's heroes. In that sense, it has a lot in common with raucous welcomes of a victorious soccer team or a soldier receiving a silver star for gallantry in combat. Sure, as the Middle Ages wore on, additional theological reflection led to a veneration of those people which made the likes of Martin Luther and John Calvin uncomfortable, which is why Protestant churches and countries influenced by Protestant culture don't celebrate this feast and consequently had to work last Monday. But is it simply theological reservations that have caused all saints to fall into disrepute? I remember asking business students once to list three heroes of theirs and was surprised that most pupils in class felt very uncomfortable with that question. While a few years earlier they might have had posters of various rock bands in their bedrooms, now they were uneasy with the notion of calling anybody a hero. And I don't think it is just 20-somethings who balk at attributing this title to a human being. Why might that be? Ever since the French Revolution, the notion of anybody becoming special has become suspect. While we would agree that what family one was born into should not determine how honorably one is treated, we wonder whether it is really correct to equate equality with not bestowing honor where honor is due. The question is simply, in our mind, what deserves honor and what does not. We struggle with the idea of Miss World pageants, simply because those ladies have contributed very little to their good looks. With athletes and musicians, 
for whom talent is a major factor for their success. One could at least argue that they also put enormous effort into getting to where they got to. Which is why we always prefer the Special Olympics to their more popular counterpart. But we think there are also more recent reasons which cause reluctance to call anybody a hero. For one, we have seen what hero worship, the name itself belies the problematic nature of this practice, can do. Many athletes crack under the pressure of admiration and expectation, and putting somebody on a pedestal can have adverse effects on their behavior. And thanks to the media, the clay feet of many a popular person have been exposed. Politicians like Andrew Cuomo, musicians like Britney Spears, philanthropists like Bill and Melinda Gates have proven to be human. And if they are human, surely they can't be heroes, right? Returning to the Catholic Feast of All Saints, it is worth pointing out that nobody considers those individuals called saints flawless. In fact, if you read the biographies of some of those people, you realize they would have been challenging to live with. But if you go to the root of holy and thus of saint, it means set apart or for particular use. In that sense, a saint is not a perfect human being, but somebody who has found a cause, ultimately God himself, but more concretely a particular task to which they devoted themselves completely. If we can admire Simone Biles for her dedication to gymnastics or Ronaldo for his soccer ability, then I think we should be able to appreciate even more men and women who give themselves wholeheartedly to a cause. A few examples come to mind. Jacqueline Novogratz, who runs the Acumen Fund, which seeks to alleviate poverty in developing countries. Charles Colson, who founded Prison Fellowship, a ministry for prisoners after he got out of jail himself. Or Joseph Piringer, the man behind Habibi and Havava, a chain of restaurants in Vienna, which employ a majority of refugees with the aim of helping them learn a trade. But can we call them heroes? Are they flawless in their lives? Do we share all the political positions? Do we agree with the way they run their marriages? It is worth saying that the Catholic Church does not canonize, that is, call a saint, anybody during their lifetime. Because of its recognition, the trajectories can end up very differently and what started well can end up in disaster. But maybe a simpler solution is to shed the term hero and replace it with model. That way, somebody who has model character in one area of his or her life could still be off in another. And we would not have to fear that a later accusation would cause these heroes to fall from the pedestal. So whether we live in Austria or somewhere else, whether we consider ourselves religious or not, does this feast have something to teach us? We think so. It is easy to remain cynical and prefer not to honor anybody for their achievements, nor call them heroes. Yet we know from ourselves that when people acknowledge our efforts and dedication to a particular cause, we experience encouragement and empowerment. So let us consider whom we admire and express to them what it is we appreciate about them.
A simple note such as, the way you show empathy encourages me to do the same, or you're a real model of generosity for me, can do wonders. But let us also think about one or two areas which are important to us and where we would like to become a model for others. Maybe we can decide on a particular action we would like to perform in the hope that it encourages others to do the same. We might not be called saints just yet, but maybe someone will in fact consider us their hero. This was Words That Change You with me, Martin Steinbreitner. It was produced by Fritz Lowy, Pirushka Kacha, Harry Califf, and Jacob Dubibert. If you like this episode, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Also feel free to leave us feedback or questions on Facebook under Einstein Podcasts. Until next time.